0: Welcome, my friends, to chapter three of the ultraviolet catastrophe, a five-part miniseries brought to you by Standing Stones Productions and Hearthside Enclave. Today we're playing Going Rogue Jess, uh, Today we're playing Going Rogue by Jess Levine, a GMless anti-fascist RPG based on Galactic 2E by Riley Rethall. It is a game about war, rebellion, and making the ultimate sacrifice. I'm August. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, on Tumblr at Strange Harpy. And my pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today is Danielle.
1: Hi, I'm Danielle. I use she they pronouns. And you can find me on the internet at Redtail Talk 90.
0: We also have Dirk. Hello,
2: I'm Dirk. I use they, he, and they pronouns. And you can find me at PFDiva in most places or at Hope's Hearth Pod.
0: And as always, in the illustrious anchor position, we have Shrog.
3: Hi, I'm Shrog. My name happens in the second half of the alphabet. Uh, my <laughs> pronouns are he, him, and you can find me some places as a secret frog, uh, and some places as just secret frog, and I'm sure you can find me as other things in other places.
0: It's true. Incredible. Um, our line Which are things we absolutely do not want to see are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, plagues and pandemics, and alcohol abuse. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Um, I think it's probably fair to put content warnings on this uh, episode for, uh, you know, fascism and uh, potentially making the ultimate sacrifice uh, just because that's the nature of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, with that all out of the way, let's get started. So, um, Going Rogue uh, and by extension Galactic 2E, um, both games are... Belonging outside belonging games, uh, which means that uh, we have, rather than having dice, uh, the game is kind of run on a token economy, uh, where you gain tokens by taking vulnerable moves and you spend tokens to make strong moves and kind of move the game along that way. It also has a... uh, another mode of play called idle dreaming where we uh discuss things and ask questions and build on the answers that we give and we'll actually be starting in idle dreaming as we lay out our characters um uh each character has a playbook uh that kind of defines who they are and the actions that uh that they take uh, and, uh, since I am at the start of the alphabet, I will selfishly go first. Um, I am playing Marius, Thank the Gods for Small Favors, using the spy playbooks, our playbook. Uh, the spy is skilled operator, highly committed, but ruthless. Their power comes from their cunning, determination, and willingness to do whatever it takes. Um, Marius is, uh... Too many tabs. Um, uh, Marius's look, uh, according to the playbook, is an impassive face with piercing eyes. Uh, They're a kind of short, willowy person with long brown hair, usually kept in a braid, and uh, sharp features. Uh, Their wardrobe style is a Mandate uniform, hidden pockets, and high-tech goggles. Uh, The Mandate being kind of like the evil empire uh, think think of the evil empire and Star Wars as Star Wars is a big, big touchstone for both galactic and going rogue um, and uh, do we want to go ahead and do the playbook questions or do we want to introduce everybody and then do our playbook questions and relationships
1: uh, I think playbook questions and we'll do the ask up and down after
0: okay uh, so each playbook has some unique questions to them. Um, my playbook's questions are um, a principle that I have broken, uh, and that principle is to allow harm by an action is to be responsible for that harm yourself. Uh, a principle I will not break is retribution is necessary against anyone who has brought harm. Uh, something that I sacrificed. Is uh, the family from whom you ran away. More on that later, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, Something that I'm fighting for is the lover I left in order to protect them. That clearly won't come back to bite me in the ass.
1: Definitely Um, not.
0: uh, Some relationships with NPCs that Marius has. And I think Marius is a little unique here because they have uh, three uh, relationships... Uh, as opposed to two for everyone else, which makes sense because the spy builds on connections. Um, my first relationship is with Soul, um, uses she/her pronouns. Um, she's the maverick criminal who always has what I need. Uh, I also have a relationship with Marnie, uses she/her pronouns, and she is the trusting contact I rely on for information. And then uh, finally. I have a relationship with Kiki, uh, uses she/her pronouns, and uh, she is my daring, my daring former squad. Oh goodness gracious! I can talk today, I promise. Uh, my daring former squad mate that I keep in touch with. All right.
1: Uh I am playing Talanor Jesrin, who uses he they pronouns and uses the Knight Errant playbook. His look is a stony, scarred face and penetrating eyes. His wardrobe style is uh, a sentimental pendant, an oft-repaired but well-kept armor, a damaged but functional astroblade. A cause I was once committed to was an interchangeable unit of the Mandate before they committed an atrocity. A principle I abide by is duty to fight for the freedom of the oppressed. And a lost principle burning a hole in my heart is to never harm the innocent. My relationships are with Awine, who uses they, them pronouns and is part of the scum and villainy pillar, the connected and cautious fixer who supplies me with jobs, and seer who uses he him pronouns and is part of the liberation pillar the rousing and vengeful friend i made recently
2: oh yeah all right i am next uh i am playing rebel vanguard who uses they them pronouns uh rebels playbook is the Nova, which is not actually in the Going Rogue playbook, but I looked at the Nova and I was like, yeah, that's Rebel. Uh, Rebel's look is friendly face with wandering eyes. Their wardrobe style is simple jewelry, an astroblade holder, and scrounge-ups. Uh, the first playbook item is before the space between I was and Rebel doesn't remember what they were uh, what they were before the space between. Uh, the next playbook item is two things I have and two things I'm searching for. Two things Rebel has are an Astroblade, and the mandate's hidden vulnerability. Two things Rebel is searching for are Excuse me. Uh, Their inner balance and respect from those they admire. Rebels' relationships are Aurora, she, her, in the scum and villainy uh, pillar. Uh, She is their wise and connected mentor with unconventional methods. Rebels' other relationship is with Sam, they, she, he pronouns. And Sam is part of the Mandate p- uh, Pillar. Sam is their cynical and inventive lover.
3: Alright, and I am playing Vivian Blackthorne as The Loyal. The Loyal is a stalwart friend, difficult to win over, but unwavering in their allegiance. Their power comes with their tenacity, self-sacrifice, and uncompromising commitment to care for those they are bonded to. Now, uh, Their pronouns are they, them. They have an unflinching face with wary eyes. Uh, Their wardrobe style is imposing combat armor and uh, matching disguises for you and a comrade. Um, I didn't see anything skimming through about, you know, the vibro axes are like being a thing. They probably have some sort of plasma axe or just a heavy blaster. I haven't uh, picked necessarily.
0: We can play to find out what happens. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Um... One of my uh, questions is, two qualities I respect are skill and empathy, and one quality that doesn't impress me is fame. Um, the Loyal Playbook also introduces the Bond Pillar, um, with which Vivian has a bond with Talenor. Um The other question I have is, how did my bond earn my trust? Talanor spared me when they could have killed me. Uh, my relationships are with Ilya Goodhart, she-her pronouns, part of the Parliament Pillar. Uh, the independent X who I'm still not over and XV 17, the quote unquote cynical uh, newcomer who is part of the intelligence pillar that I wish my comrades wouldn't trust or rely on as much as they do.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, And each playbook also has a two, uh, a choice. I can talk. I promise um each playbook has a set of questions that you choose to ask one to the player to the right of you and one to the player to the left of you uh we're asking quote unquote up and down in the document um so the question that uh i am asking vivian is uh how have my unique connections or information been invaluable to you recently
3: yeah the answer is that soul uh Made a deal with some junk traders recently and put me back in touch with XP 17, uh, who is the only link I still have to the Shadowland Bateldon Squadron, who were all murdered three years ago. Uh, XP 17 was their reconnaissance droid and the only survivor.
0: Fun. Uh, and the question that I'm uh, asking Talenor, uh what is one lie that you caught me in and how did it make you feel? The
1: reasoning you gave Talonor that helped inspire them to fight alongside you was, in part, a lie. They're in too deep to back out now, but it's made it hard to trust you again. Oh, yeah. Uh, my first question is to Marius. What did you do that inspired me to fight alongside you?
0: uh marius told you that joining the cause was what helped them get over losing kari uh their lover uh which may have been a teensy bit of a lie by omission but it helped get you functional for the cause uh
1: and rebel why did i risk myself to protect you recently
0: uh
2: rebel was doing something with the space between and uh it was very challenging and obvious to Talonor that Rebel was struggling with it. So Talonor let Rebel draw on them to complete the task. Word. All right, uh, for my questions, the one I'm asking upwards to Talonor is, what intimate moment did we share recently?
1: Uh, Rebel found Talonor crying almost inconsolable over the death of his husband and responded very compassionately to his grief.
2: And the question I'm asking down to Vivian is why have you been worried about me recently?
3: Uh, And Vivian is worried uh, that rebels attitude toward their spiritual journey is too reckless and incompatible with the mission and is going to get Vivian uh, or their squadmates killed. Um, Vivian's questions up to Rebel is why don't I trust you? How did you take it when I told you? Uh,
2: Vivian doesn't trust Rebel because Rebel's lover is uh in the mandate, and. Uh, when they told them as much, Rebel informed them that, uh, they're not leaving Sam, because if they do, there won't be anyone to help Sam leave the Mandate, when Mandate, uh, when Sam eventually does do that.
3: And to Marius, uh, do you feel you deserve my complete faith in you, and why?
0: Um, so I have written down yes, uh, Marius is terribly competent at what they do and have earned that faith. And then uh, crossed out uh, a little further on is thankfully you haven't seen through the fact that they're a fraud like Talinor has. So you know, just normal things. Just normal. It's all things. very normal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the next thing that we have to do, we have the pillars, which represent kind of like the outside forces, uh, that are acting on the world and things that we can pick up and put down to, uh, kind of, uh, represent what the world is doing. Um, the pillars are, uh, the parliament, um... The intelligence the space between the mandate the liberation scum and villainy and we also have the bond pillar um the next thing that we need to do is we need to choose the desires for these pillars which kind of guides the the sort of how we want these these things to interact with our game so um Do we want to start at the top in the dock with the Parliament? Yeah. Sounds Uh, good to me. So
1: the Parliament uh, represents a diverse range of forces, factions, and commitments joining together to try to negotiate their differences and devise a plan that they can all share. Um, We have several desires as options.
0: Um. so i've got one that i want to veto mm-hmm. just because it puts us in a situation that feels too close to real life and is kind of depressing and that's peace through compromise mm-hmm, mm-hmm so if that's okay with y'all i'd like to veto that one yeah that's that's totally fair that fully tracks
3: (laughs) i i like safety from retribution for the NSN.
0: yeah
2: i was thinking about that one too
0: that's a good one uh
1: i think maybe powerful allies
0: Sounds good. And how about popular support for the liberation? Yep. Yeah, I like that
3: That a lot. was
1: definitely a good third one.
0: Oop. Cool. So um, our three desires are powerful allies, safety from retribution for the innocent, and popular support for the liberation. Mm -hmm. Um, each pillar has uh, several moves Um, I want to go ahead and read the moves now Uh, we can summon one or more people before a council and gain a token reveal you have someone's loyalties or allegiance and gain a token Uh, invite someone to deliberate if they do give them a token and offer help and solidarity but only with time if they accept give them a token Uh, next is the intelligence uh the intelligence is a clandestine network and messy hierarchy of burdened people who do whatever it takes to rid the galaxy of the mandate Um, the desires that it has are um a chance to turn the tide of war leverage over liberation members the heads of mandate officials classified mandate intelligence sabotage reduced oversight secrecy willing sacrifices and to bear the heaviest burdens, so others don't have to. Mm, these are good. These are all really good.
1: Uh, I like a chance
0: to turn the tide of war. That one sounds good to me.
3: Uh, no one... Other than Vivian has an NPC related to the intelligence, right? Correct. Right. Okay. Well, I know who I want to reference if these guys come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to bear the heaviest burden so others don't have to.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> one's always so good. Mm-hmm. Just good fucking food. <laughs> um... Uh
3: maybe also sabotage, but I already picked one, so
0: I was looking at sabotage or um the heads of mandate officials. Uh although I think okay. they they both set different tones because the the tone of the heads of mandate officials it puts the intelligence at a more like viscerally violent, mm-hmm. uh directly violent. Uh, footing and sabotage kind of puts them in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it really depends on how we feel about which way we want it to go.
3: Another wrinkle is that xp 17 specifically would only care about classified mandate intelligence. They are, <laughs> they literally only exist to gather information, mm. but they don't have to be our main interface.
2: I kind of like the idea of secrecy. And we can make that like as broad or as narrow as we want, but I mean if you're an intelligence agency, you don't want people knowing about
0: you. That's a good point. I could I mean, go for secrecy.
3: Real hard to be secret. Look what happened to them.
2: <laughs> Wait, who
0: tried?
3: Oh, my my backstory characters.
0: Uh. (laughs) All right, shall we go with secrecy? Yeah. Sure. Uh, So our three desires are a chance to turn the tide of war, secrecy, and to bear the heaviest burdens so others don't have to. Um, The intelligence's moves are take someone aside for a secret meeting and gain a token. Reveal a previously unknown weakness and gain a token. Apply leverage over someone and give them a token. Um, And offer help and solidarity, but ask them to complete a task. If they accept the task, give them a token. Uh, Next we have the space... Next we have the space between. Um, The galaxy is never silent. It is alive and humming with energy that you can feel if you pay attention. Um... Our desires are solidarity, difficult choices, balance, intense bonds, and uncontainable emotions, solitary training, enlightenment, revelation, unity with those who came before.
3: I mean, given the theme of these streams, unity with those who came before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I could maybe take
3: it in a bit of a different direction.
1: I also like... (laughs) considering what we've discussed with jade who unfortunately can't uh be on stream with us today uh intense bonds and uncontainable emotions i was looking at that one Mm -hmm.
3: that also plays way into um vivian's conflict with rebel
0: (laughs) good stuff good stuff i'm going to put out there difficult choices Word. Well, they space between
3: weird. only needs two desires, right?
0: Oh, two yeah. desires. Yep, you're right. Never mind. I'm gonna. I mean, listen. italicize difficult choices. Okay. <laughs> it counts. Just something. That's
3: just gonna happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right.
1: The space between's moves are invoke awe and gain a token. Reveal an old secret or new truth to someone and give them a token. Create an unexpected connection between people and give them a token. The Mandate is an intergalactic superpower that uses its might to control the galaxy with fear, propaganda, and alienation. Uh, Its possible desires are untold destruction, unquestioned supremacy, military expansion, an end to the Nova... Hierarchy and Order, dominion, hmm, dominion Over the Space Between, and Restoration of an Old Order.
3: I like Dominion Over the Space Between, and in this case, I don't like an end to the Nova.
2: Yeah. Legit.
1: Uh... I think Unquestioned Supremacy, maybe?
3: Yeah, I think that should be the other one.
1: Yeah, yeah I was looking at that, too. where You got that. <clears throat> I like that. Uh, its moves are foreshadow a larger threat and gain a token. Put someone in immediate danger and give them a token. Intercept information or supplies and give a token to whom you've taken from. All right. Next is The Liberation.
2: Uh, The Liberation are your comrades in arms, the people of the galaxy, who are actively resisting and fighting back against the mandate. Uh, The mandate's possible desires are retaliatory violence, long-shot missions, hope renewed, military strategy, imagination of a better world, ideological discourse and working together
1: uh, Jade uh, who has document privileges has highlighted hope <laughs> renewed <laughs> <laughs> which I do it's like it's like
3: we can still hear their voice
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty down with that uh, yeah Agreed. (laughs) It's extremely Star Wars of us, but it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Listen. (laughs) Uh.
2: I think imagination of a better world.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. That jives really well with Hope Renewed. Yeah. And it keeps us from floundering too much towards like. Grimdark. Grimdark. Total, total hopelessness, yeah.
2: hmm because we have some angst gremlins in the stream.
1: Listen. <laughs> I was looking
2: at August, but you also count. <laughs> well, with,
3: with that desire, it's almost like some of us can, like, vividly picture a better world that, like, we could even see ourselves living in. <laughs> Funny
1: that. Cat, choose a spot and sit there. No! (laughs) Preferably not directly in front of my monitor. (laughs) As he sits directly in front of my monitor. Lay down. There. Of course. He likes Uh, the 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 hot air coming off of the fans. Uh,
2: The Liberation's moves are... Complicate someone's vision of freedom and gain a token. Offer help and solidarity with or without a cost if they accept give them a token introduce dangerous plans and ask others to participate if they do give them a token ask what does a better world look like to you and give them a token if they answer uh next is scum and villainy you know criminals Uh, their potential desires are uncomfortable bargains, understanding, the jackpot, secrecy, strings to pull, escape from this livelihood, fresh blood, enough credits to get through the week.
3: And for this one, I'm the only one without an NPC in this pillar, so y'all have at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I really I'm, like... I Go ahead. Um, I'm eyeing enough credits to get through same. the week. Exactly the same.
2: Very good one. Uh, I also kind of like both understanding and also escape from this livelihood. So
0: I like understanding. Um, I think uh, part of the reason that I'm not as and to escape from this livelihood is because I'm thinking of Saul and, and, like, how she absolutely would not be able to mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. exist in other circumstances. Mm-hmm. But.
2: Uh, Legit. All right. And these scum and villainy moves uh, are introduce or invite a betrayal and gain a token. Complicate someone's worldview and gain a token offer help or information at a cost if they pay give them a token and get someone involved in a dangerous scheme and give them a token.
0: Hell yeah. I think we should bully Shrog into reading. Yes, absolutely.
3: I I agree. I I did this to myself. Uh, Because we have a loyal playbook, yes, me, uh, we also have the bond pillar. Um, Revolutions are built on trust. Relationships forged in struggle are how allies become comrades and rallies become rebellions. The liberation is full of people who care deeply for each other, but the bond represents the unshakable connection between people who have put their lives on the line for each other time and time again. And it demonstrates what is only possible when their trust in the comrade is unconditional. Um, So this bond is currently between uh, Telenor and Vivian. So Danielle and I have talked about this a little bit beforehand. Um, So our choices here are choose two qualities that the bond has, one that it does not, and one that it wishes to have. Uh, So in our case, uh, we've already chosen, um, I guess we could change our minds if we really wanted to, Uh, (laughs) but currently we have down that the bond has recognition of the self through the other and honesty. It does not have romance, and it wishes to have debts repaid, uh, though in this case, not necessarily to each other, but to just the world at large. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, The pillar moves are you can ask two bonded players what shared memory does the situation bring to mind and gain a token. Can't imagine how that one would possibly come up. (laughs) Uh, Or separate one bonded character from the others and give the isolated one a token. Can't imagine anyone wanting to do that either. (laughs) That doesn't sound like us. All right. I guess I should mention the bond also has um, a whole set of strong lateral and vulnerable moves similar to the character playbooks.
1: Um, That bonded characters can also like have in addition to their own uh, playbook moves, which I feel like would be tedious to read them all out. I feel like they'll come up if we use them. Yeah. Yeah,
3: gee, Vivian and Eleanor, how come Mom lets you have t- two sets of moves?
1: <laughs> it's about the trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Love it. So, I think I think we're ready to to start talking a little bit about like the action that we're mm-hmm. we're part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when last we saw our characters. Uh they had just exited an airlock. I think that we're still uh, we're still going with that correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there's one problem, and that is one of our number, B uh, has fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? oh come on brain think of things vanished
3: yeah has been, that's been g- kidnapped
0: yeah been been disappeared uh fee is no longer with us and that's a problem uh that we need to solve uh asap mm-hmm. um in our memories that we gain as... We exit the airlock. We understand that fee collapsed and has been disappeared uh, to some place, potentially for medical treatment, potentially for nefarious purposes. And we need to extricate fee from this situation before it goes bad. Yeah. So... Um, I think that that about covers everything that we had uh, discussed.
1: I think uh, because of the way the group Fate works, I think we should stress that to our new memories, our new selves, the selves that belong in this universe, uh, Saving Fee is... critical to our resistance as a whole. Um, I think critical enough that it's worth potentially sacrificing yourself for,
0: I think.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fee... I would like to to posit that Fee holds... Some connection t- to a MacGuffin that may or may not be fungal in nature that uh, <laughs> could be leveraged by either the mandate or the liberation to uh, put uh, some sort of decisive end to a conflict. Yes. So, yeah.
3: I mean, and also they have a you know connection to the space between mm-hmm. and somewhat different way from the Nova, but, you know, we can't let the mandate control them.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep.
3: Um, I would also like to posit that our flood of the memories from the last two iterations is coming in as we are Entering this airlock.
2: hmm Yeah.
3: Like, just flooding in all at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is for my own purposes.
0: Don't worry
1: about it. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm worrying
0: about it. This is a, <laughs> this I mean, is a could- surprise tool that won't help us later. What could possibly <laughs> go
1: wrong with having two entire lifetimes beamed directly into your brain? Suddenly, uh-huh. without any kind of uh, notice. Couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Jade's making jokes in the discord. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So... Uh I, I think, if you all don't mind, that I can take a narrative point on this first scene.
0: Sounds good.
1: Sure. Okay. So we have Entered this airlock, um, and the ship that ferried us here flies off. Um, And as the new station that we are on uh, begins to re equalize the pressure and run whatever decontamination procedures, um, we four are hit with this flood of emotions um, and memories. And I think Talonor at least, uh, he was, this Talanor is, looks younger than the ones that we have seen before He doesn't have nearly as much gray in his hair um, and not as many scars on his face. Um, He still has that kind of stony, stoic expression, um, but just less weathered in general. Um, And he... Stands in this airlock with, uh, like one hand resting idly on the hilt of his astroblade, which is strapped to his hip. Um, and as the doors open to the station itself, he. Begins to exit and stumbles as these uh, memories hit him. Um, And uh, he catches himself, but not before running into the security guards who are on the other side of the door. Um, And I think I... Am using the fate move, introduce a threat standing in the way of your mission. Uh, as the security guard kind of like catches Talonor by the shoulders and pushes him back. Um, and ask us in general, uh, who are you? What is your business here? don't you know that this station has been locked down?
3: Normally, uh, bluffing, talking to people would be Vivian's uh, modus operandi. They are usually very good at that sort of thing. Uh, And if you tuned in last time, you might remember that in our Game of House, Vivian was uh, the first to come back to themselves after their first flood of memories. Um, This time, they are essentially having a panic attack. Um, Their eyes are wide, they are taking uh, shallow breaths and having a lot of trouble um, focusing on this moment. And someone else is going to have to fix this.
0: Um so I have a vulnerable move mm-hmm. um that I think might be worth uh uh pulling out here. And that's put yourself in a compromising situation with no plan for backup and become exposed. And I think what this looks like is Marius like blustering because they have a mandate uniform that's that's what they what they tend to wear mm-hmm. uh to blend in um and so this is marius blustering about like haven't you haven't you seen the orders you know just trying to to like bully this person but they have no idea if this is going to work they have no idea You know, they don't have a plan for this at all, but this is them putting themselves in the line of fire.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, Hey, quick question, August. Um, Do you think Marius considers Vivian's failure to to step up here, failing when someone is counting on me? I guess I could have been taking a vulnerable move
2: as well.
0: (laughs) I think... I think going rogue, Marius, would. Um, I don't think I don't think TUC Marius, like our Marius, necessarily sees that as a disappointment. But the Marius that belongs here would, and I think that if it weren't for the fact that uh, they're trying to, desperately to to bluff their way through this uh they might have some cognitive dissonance about it
3: okay i mean i'll take a token it's just it kind of seemed like it almost seemed like they got this (laughs) (laughs) Uh but yeah if they are if they are doing this because they have no other
0: option Yeah, I think it's a case of glancing around and this Marius's kind of instincts taking over.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: How's Rebel handling this? Um.
2: That's complicated to answer uh, because Rebel looks like they have not had a... Oh, no, I know how Rebel's uh, responding to this. Rebel is dissociating.
0: Fair <laughs> and valid. Uh,
2: so... Yeah, I think uh, Rebel is uh, at this point in time uh, dissociating, and uh, um, I think I want Rebel to like move to try and help either Talonor or Vivian. Um, probably Vivian because Talonor is uh, with Marius by the guards, so. Um uh, I I don't it doesn't do anything for the situation. I think <laughs> I think this is a vulnerable move. I think this is running from a problem instead of facing it. Not mm-hmm. literally running, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. is what uh Rebel is doing right
1: now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I think that Talonor, after being kind of pushed away by the guard, um, kind of shakily regains their footing. Um, And uh, almost, like, tunes into what Marius is saying halfway through. Um, And... Uh rubs the back of his neck um, and takes a deep breath. and then begins using every single piece of mandate jargon that he knows in order to back up Marius's uh, story. Um, and this is me using the vulnerable move, sigh and join someone on their quest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: so we all have a token, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, excellent. Uh, I think. I think the mandate. Uh, These guards so one of the things about belonging outside belonging games is that anyone can pick up the pillars to bring them into a scene. Um, I think the mandate is going to use foreshadow a larger threat and gain a token. Um, And I think the security guards buy this story but also they're like... uh, well, we're gonna write this up to our superiors. Um, and they like take down the credentials that we give them um, and pictures of our faces to go and, and write a report on us arriving here. Uh, and they warn us like, we'll escort you to, I don't know, some communal area uh, and you're not to leave there until the lockdown is lifted.
0: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, okay. Is there a moment where these security guards step away for a second?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Because um, Rebel was going to try to, to help Vivian, right?
2: Uh, yes,
3: sir. Okay, as soon as... Uh, the, the moment is clear, Vivian slaps their hand away and says, You, you don't get to fucking touch me. Not now.
2: I wasn't touching you. And, uh... no, No, uh, Rebel wouldn't say it like that. I think uh, Rebel just pulls their hands back uh, and, uh, like, just Walks away, goes over to stand by uh, Talonor and um, Marius.
0: Marius is kind of taking a deep breath and then says, I imagine we don't have very much time.
2: Yeah, probably not.
1: So I think that might be the kind of quote unquote end of that scene. Unless someone has something else they want to add to it.
3: Um, I have a general detail. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I know... What is going to point us in Fee's direction? Mm. Um, I think we have uh, their animal companion. Uh, we have a small lizard hmm. uh, with some like fungal elements to it, like this this alien creature. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely has like a mushroom cap that looks like a hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes good
3: um, it has this like short range teleportation
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um
3: mm-hmm. and I think
0: I'm gonna get
3: poofs onto Marius's shoulder
0: Marius's is- uh, a little taken aback, uh, because the last time that they remember seeing this lizard, it was almost as large as they are. <laughs> um, but that is tempered by the fact that, you know, they know that this is this is Fee's little guy. Um, and they shake their head, and they're just like, this is... I do not believe I will ever... Get used to this. It blops.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
2: A plus.
1: Very good. Who's up next? So, Were you going to say something, August?
0: Oh, I was going to suggest we return to Idle Dreaming if nobody has any
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, ideas for, for scenes. Oh. But actually, it sounds like Dirk does.
2: Yeah, I, I think I might have an idea for a scene. um, Because... Uh, like we're being taken somewhere, and this is like a full space station. It's like a city or something, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So I have an idea, and um, it's going to invoke uh, my um mentor. So. I'm taking a look at uh, various fingers, uh, um, because uh, Danielle is the best human person uh, in the world. Uh, that I don't know that that's necessarily going to help. Uh, um... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I have a thought. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yes, 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 I have uh, made this thought work. Uh, and uh, who is Solus? Is who's um, Marius's contact? Marius? Yeah. Okay. Um this almost feels too complicated. <laughs> what do you need soul well, to do? Uh I need soul to uh I need soul to be here to direct us
0: to a brothel. <laughs> Um, Alright, so there's thanks. a monkey's uncle on this space station. <laughs>
3: yeah, God, like, His uncle's a lot different in this
1: place. We're, we're led to the communal space, which also... I'm imagining it like a food court, only bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, okay, we won't leave, and we just go into this bar that we know who runs it.
3: God, it's yep. just the fucking Deep Space Nine promenade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, think I can't so, believe yeah. Saul
3: was cork.
0: Saul <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't run the monkey's uncle. She just runs her business inside the monkey's uncle okay. uh, from a very particular bar stool that is hers, and people have been known to get shanked for taking it.
1: That's fair. So Sol's <laughs> we probably also know who owns this bar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's Carrie, is who runs this bar, for sure.
2: Beautiful, <laughs> I love it. A yeah. plus. So, um, that was that was the extent of the thought I had. Is like. <laughs> Uh, between Soul and Aurora, they can somehow help us out. Uh-huh. I, I I, didn't have more than that.
1: Uh, so Sol, uh, out of all the bars and all the CD joints, whatever, however it goes, uh, these four
0: idiots walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Sol, Sol just kind of looks everyone up and down. Marius raises a hand uh, in greeting and it's a very stiff greeting. And Sol just kind of rolls her eyes and then knocks back the rest of her drink and just says, what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I, th- I want Rebel to say something here, um, because, like, if nothing else, Aurora is connected, and Aurora and Saul are both in scum and villainy, so can we say that the two of them know each other?
0: Uh, I, I'm i fine with that, I'm just looking back on uh, your description of Aurora, um,
2: Oh, to be clear, uh, Aurora is the madam of the brothel. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, we can we can definitely say that that Sol and Aurora know each other. Um, that doesn't change Sol's reaction of oh, yeah. just like what, but um, <laughs> if uh, if Rebel is asking like, hey, you know, is is this person on the station? Soul can, soul can be like, hang on, let me check something. Um, be, be like, uh, yeah, be like, what's it to you, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, one of the scum and villainy moves: offer help or information at a cost. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you if you're willing to pay, you get a token.
2: Ah shit. Uh, um. What does Soul even want? I, I think uh, Rebel uh, like, will just ask straight up. But, um. Well,
0: what do you want? Soul size, and it's just like, what does anyone want around here? Cred, good drink, hot meal. I'll be nice and let you pick. <laughs> and for some reason, I can't get Soul's voice today, so pretend. Just <laughs> pretend that her voice is, you know, a kind of. Low Southern drawl. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Let me check the Nova moves. Um.
3: Hmm.
0: Mm.
2: None of these are helpful beans. Okay, you can also just uh, do a thing. Yeah,
1: Here's
2: yeah, yeah. yeah I, I uh, I was looking for help because I'm I'm not sure. A problem with sorting thoughts when you don't have an end to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think. Um, uh, I think what, uh, Rebel says is, um, um, okay, and, uh, Pats himself down, then looks around for like a pen and paper. Um, and is going to basically write down uh the name and contact information for uh someone they know who is like a world-class uh chef. And just be like, uh, uh, this person is a friend of mine, and if you use my name, they write it down, uh, you will get a good meal.
0: Hmm. I think... So, like, looks Rebel up and down for a second, doesn't take the paper immediately, and then uh, is just, like, fucking weirdo, takes the paper and uh, tells uh, tells Rebel where Aurora can be found. Um, I don't know, since this is, like, lockdown, I don't know that it's necessarily... Uh, aurora's place of employment mm-hmm. but uh we can uh we can find aurora uh while we're here okay
2: um... oh i should be looking at scubbett
0: villainy that's what i should be looking at mm-hmm I am a donk. And remember to take your token, if you haven't already. Oh, I get a token? Yeah, because I offered you stuff at a cost. Oh, right. uh, From the scum and villainy moves. Right. Okay.
2: Mm. Yeah. So... I think that where we end up is uh, probably like it is it is her it is somebody's house. <laughs> it's like an apartment it's it's somebody's place and um um, I think or like opens the door sees rebel and like you can like visibly see aurora going oh boy this is gonna be something (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't say that like all over her face uh and uh but she like uh steps aside uh let's
1: Uh, Dirk, you're cutting in and out.
2: It would lose some Oh, ones we lost me.
1: yeah, you're you're cutting in and out, but.
2: Can you hear me? Yes. yes. okay. all uh, right, my thing cut out for a second i'm 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 here. I swear I'm here. <laughs> um. Okay, son of a biscuit. Uh my thing keeps making that noise. I'm going to close uh close like my Discord and my internet and reopen it. That usually helps.
1: Why don't One second. We take this option to take a 5-minute break.